Hello and welcome to St. Paul's United Methodist Church's Sermon Podcast. I'm Pastor Mike Agnew and it's good to have you listening to our sermons this way. If you do not currently have a church home and you'd like to learn more, I invite you to visit our website at www.cherokeemethodist.com. Now, last week we took a little break from our series of sermons, and we're going to resume now these sermons focusing on intentional faith. One of the scriptures that I'm using for this is Psalm 100, which is a psalm focused on worship. And so, have, have any of you ever heard of Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs? Probably you have. Generally, I think I remember learning about that in science classes in high school and college. And there'd be this picture of a triangle or a pyramid. And it has certain needs that are pretty common to all of humanity. It starts off at the bottom with the most basic of needs, such as physiological needs like water, food, clothing, shelter. And then next it goes to a sense of safety. You know, we feel like we need to be safe, of course. And then after that, it goes to other needs going all the way up eventually to self-actualization. The interesting thing about this is that a sense of belonging is a need that comes right after the most basic needs of food, shelter, clothing, and a sense of safety. Then it's belonging. It comes before self-esteem or self-actualization. And this shows us that for most of us as as human beings, we desire to belong. We desire to have a place in our community, in our society. And yet, in our current culture, it's becoming harder and harder to find our place. And that's because for many people, they don't have those connections, those deep connections with other people. And we're so busy that we don't necessarily take the time to cultivate those relationships and those connections. And so, in many ways, we are very much on our own. This is actually amplified through social media, which is interesting because you would think that social media would increase our connections and make us feel more connected to people. But what studies are finding out is that the more involved we are with social media, the more isolated we feel. Partially because even though we may have a lot of connections, if they're only virtual, they only go so deep. This sense of rugged individualism also creeps into the church. Sometimes this is the church's fault when we emphasize that the faith, or or we at least give the impression that the faith is all about your individual relationship with Jesus. And so it is assumed by many that they don't need anyone else to help them in their spiritual walk, they can take care of it on their own. A question is oftentimes asked, do I really need the church in order to know Jesus and be a good Christian? That's an interesting question, and I suppose if we were to answer that question in in one sense, the answer would be no. You don't need the church to know Jesus. You can know Jesus without the church, but here's the thing. You're not going to know Jesus as well or grow in your faith and become like Jesus if you isolate yourself from the community of faith. You see, we have to remember that the church, as imperfect as it may be, is something that Jesus started. 
It's something he died for. And when we give our lives to Christ, we are initiated into a family, a family of faith. And we are meant to go through this life of faith together, not just on our own. And so the title of this sermon is Intentional Time. And of course, when we talked about the two spiritual habits of prayer and Bible reading two weeks ago, that is a way that we are intentional about our time as well. But today we're focusing on worship and small group participation. So why do we need worship? Well, when we ask that question, I think we might be we might be asking from the wrong perspective. Because when it comes to worship, it's actually not about us. Worship is not about you and me, it's about God. But so often we view worship from a consumer mindset because we're so used to doing that with everything else. And so we tend to believe that we are the recipients of worship. We are the audience and we're watching worship almost like a TV show. You know, when you watch your favorite TV show, there's usually a new episode every week or a few weeks. And so it may be that one day you think, wow, that was a great episode. That was awesome. And then other weeks you might say, meh, it was okay. I didn't really get much out of it, but maybe it'll be better next week. Well, so often we view worship that way about what we get out of it rather than what we give to it. Because here's the thing. When it comes to worship, we are not the audience. God is actually the audience, and we are all to be participants, active participants in worship. God is the one who receives our worship. So we're actually seeking not to bless ourselves, but to bless God. Worship is a response of thanksgiving to what God has done for us. So that is worship at its core. However, we want to be honest and also say that we are blessed when we worship. You know, we, we get things out of it, right? We, we get a sense of connection with other people in the community of faith. We get encouraged. We build confidence. We, we learn more about the faith. We grow spiritually. All those things are true. And so there are many multifaceted reasons why worship is important in the life of a Christian. But here's the thing. When we talk about what it means to be present in worship, there are two ways to think about it. Because just the because of the fact that you have arrived and you're physically in the sanctuary doesn't mean you're present for worship in a true sense. You know, your head might get counted in the attendance numbers, but it doesn't mean you're fully present in worship. Have you ever had a time when you had a conversation with someone and they were talking to you and then all of a sudden you realize that you have no idea what they're saying because your mind wandered away? How often does that happen in worship? We're, technically speaking, we're there, but we're not really there. How often do you not really tune into what is being said in the sermon or the hymns or the prayers? We've all been there. We've all done it. In fact, when I was younger, I had trouble paying attention in worship, and in particular, a lot of the times during the sermon, my head would be bobbing because I'd be trying to stay awake. I always liked to joke that I became a pastor so I wouldn't fall asleep during the sermon, because let me tell you, if I fall asleep during the sermon, we're all in trouble. (laughs) 
But anyway, you know, how do we actively engage and participate in the service? What does it mean to be full participants, to realize that we are the ones doing worship and God is the recipient? All right, now, in addition to worship, we also need small group participation. You might say, well, Mike, what do I mean by small group? Well, basically, I mean a smaller group of people, a group that's small enough that it enables us to share with one another. It might be an accountability group where you share about your life, or it might be an educational group. But either way, it's a small enough group that you feel more open and free to share things that you would never share in a big sanctuary with over 100 people. And so small groups are specifically designed with spiritual growth in mind. So whereas spiritual growth can happen in worship, that's not the primary place in which it happens. Small groups are more geared towards your spiritual growth and rather than worship, which is focused primarily on God. Because here's the thing. Even though going to worship is important, it does not stand to reason that the more often you're in worship, the more mature in your faith you'll be. Right? I mean, because if that was the case, we could simply measure a person's maturity in faith by the number of times they've attended worship. But I'm going to tell you, I know people who have attended worship for a couple of years who are more Christ-like than some people who have attended church all of their life. And so worship by itself for spiritual growth is inadequate. If we want to reach the goal, if faith is a journey and the goal is to have a life centering on loving God and loving others, to be like Christ, in other words, then we also need to be engaged in a smaller group of people in which we focus more on that. And so it's really important that we think about those things. Worship and small group participation, they're all important, and it really just comes down to being intentional about our faith, which is what this whole sermon series is about. I've heard it described before like going grocery shopping. How many of you, when you go grocery shopping for your family, uh, go to the store without a list, and you just go through the aisles and just pick up whatever strikes your fancy? Oh, there's a new colorful box for that product. I better get that. Or, oh, there's some Twinkies. Our son likes Twinkies. We'll get that. You just go through the store willy-nilly without any real intentionality about it. Well, first of all, you're probably going to spend more than you planned. Secondly, you might have some food, but it's not necessarily going to make for good meals or healthy diet. <clears throat> now, we all do this to some extent. Sometimes we, we pick up things we didn't plan to pick up. I was at the grocery store not too long ago, and I, I realized that they make jalapeno popper goldfish crackers. Can you believe it? So I had to get some. And you know what? They're really good. <laughs> now, if you don't like jalapeno poppers, you're going to think, ew, no way am I going to pick that up. But you see, now it's okay to do that every now and then. But if that's your philosophy for grocery shopping, you're going to be in trouble, right? Now, most people who go grocery shopping for their family, they have somewhat of a plan. They may have a list. They, they may have meal plans. You know, the certain things that they get so that they can be intentional about living healthy lives. So we are intentional about the way we go grocery shopping, and in the same way, we want to be intentional about our faith, and that means be intentional about how we spend our time. 
And there is so much more to talk about when it comes to being intentional about our time than what we have time for, no pun intended. But today, as I said, we're focusing primarily on worship and small group participation. Both are important spiritual habits for us to pick up as Christians if we want to develop our faith and become more Christ-like. And if you do, if you worship regularly in a community of faith, and, and I should give a disclaimer here, because, you know, in the last year and a half, ever since March of 2020, worshiping in person has become more complicated. It just has. You know, especially when churches were closed, but even now with churches open, I'm aware that there are many people who are afraid to come back to church. They're afraid to come to, back to church. They're just, just not ready yet. And if that describes you, I want to say that that's okay. We'd like to see you in church, but there's no hurry. If you're not ready yet, if you don't feel as though the risk is worth it for you for whatever reason, don't feel guilty. Don't feel as though you are somehow less mature in your faith or less of a Christian, because you're not. We all have to make different choices during this time, and none of them are easy. And so I want you to know that if that describes you and you are choosing to worship at home, virtually, however you do that, I want you to know that you are still a valued part of this congregation, and you are no less of a Christian. But you are a part of a community of faith that meets because of these specifically interesting times that we meet both in person and virtually. But please know that when you do, when you worship from home, in a, in a very real sense, you are joining in with us as we worship in the sanctuary. And you are a part of us. So as I said, if we pick up these habits of worshiping on a regular basis and participating in small groups on a regular basis, then we will be on the way towards developing lives that are centering on loving God and loving others. Amen. God bless and have a great week.